Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Running Effect with Dominic Schleter. I'm your host, Dominic, and today's conversation with my good friend and incredibly fast runner, Jackson Heidish, is one for the books. Uh, Jackson and I definitely did not feel like we were doing a podcast, and it was just catching up for 50 minutes. And within that, there is a lot of great substance of conversation relating to a plethora of topics. Honestly, I always love listening to podcasts like this from other podcasts I listen to. So I hope you guys enjoy this one as much as we did having it because we definitely had a lot of fun having it. Uh, Jackson will be running for Duke University or the University of Duke, whichever they say, uh, this upcoming fall. He ran 359 on June 1st this past year to become the 20th boy to break the four minute barrier. Incredibly fast. Today's conversation was just a, a really fun and casual one. One quick note before we hop into this episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you guys give us a five-star review, a follow, and share with a friend or two if you have not already done so. And with all of those notes aside, I hope you all enjoy my conversation with the one and only, the king of Iowa, soon to be the king of the ACC, Jackson Heidish. The king of Iowa, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing, man? I think this is uh, three times, three times on the podcast, so third time's a charm. It's going to be a banger. Yeah, let's hope so. Yeah, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on, Dominic. It's it's nice to be back. Um, see you face to face and talking again. <laughs> we last spoke. I want to say I feel like we text quite frequently, but we last spoke on the podcast. I think in June after you broke four minutes in a mile at the Festival of Miles. How long ago does that feel like? Because June first feels like an eternity ago to me. No, seriously. Like my summer flew by. Like I I, I leave tomorrow morning for Duke. Um, but it's weird to like look back and think like, whoa, like I broke four this summer and like. Like it went by so fast, but it feels like so, so long ago for some reason. I look look back on that race and traveling, even like going to Brooks and Nike too, just seems like, it just seems like forever ago. I don't know. Like my summer flew by, but it's, it, I don't know. It's weird how time works, but um, yeah, it's always kind of fun to like, I'll be on an easy run or whatever, just like thinking about like breaking four and thinking about those races. And it's just, life's weird. It goes, goes by fast. It's like the, have you ever seen Furious Bueller's Day Off? I actually think we talked about this, maybe. Yes. Yeah, we did. I think we did. Wait, maybe. Uh, we talked about an um, old school I've movie because you, said, you yeah. said your mom's yeah. favorite movie was the movie I mentioned. I don't know if it was Ferris yeah, Bueller's that's Day my, Off. That's my, like, no, that is like my mom's favorite movie. I like it too. It's okay. not my favorite, but I've seen it. It's good. No surprise. Mrs. Hydish doesn't take else. Great movie. Anyways, the reason <laughs> yeah. I thought of it is because the the one saying that's like all over social media and like Instagram reels is like him he's like life moves pretty fast if you don't yeah. look around once in a while you yeah. could miss it and it actually is kind of true yeah. so what was the highlight no, of your is. summer yeah ooh I feel like I have to go with breaking four I feel like that's like the high I could put that probably as the highlight of my high school like career honestly so I mean I'll I'll, I'll do a running one and then like a non running one um but first for my summer like breaking four was a pretty big deal for me. Um, but also when we went out to new gen camp, that was also like a highlight of my summer as well. That was, that was awesome. Um, Boulder's just such a cool town, new gen, great guys. Um, that was a really fun camp and it was kind of like a send off for me, Connor, uh, Simeon, Cole and Aaron last time ever kind of being with each other. I shouldn't say last time, but like last time I'll be in high school, um, and like going to stay with each other. So that was kind of sad. We realized like we're closing, we're closing the chapter, closing the book, but it'll be fun to see them in NCAA as well. So those are my two things. It's got to feel weird after like seeing them pretty consistently, like almost every few weeks for like a bunch of months or maybe even like a yeah. year at this point. <laughs> how, how, what are the feelings of like being like, Oh, I'll see you when I see you. I don't know when that is. Yeah. but <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's kind of sad. It's just like, I don't know. Like we still all like talk and stuff. Like we have our group chat. We text them every once in a while. And like, I, I still try and talk to them like on a weekly basis, if not daily, honestly, um, just over social media and stuff. And we still, I don't know, we're all still really good friends, but it's kind of sad. I mean, Connor and Simeon are in a different boat because they're going to the same school and like they'll be roommates and everything. But um, like for the rest of us, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of sad. Like I said, like kind of end of an era. I don't know. It was a really fun time period. Just like going to these races, all getting together, just like hanging out. And obviously it was fun racing each other, but it was also like, I feel like we all just got really close. At least like from my perspective, we just got all really close with each other and just became really good friends. It was just kind of sad. Like we were saying like, oh, like I wish we could have like done this like sophomore year too. So we had sophomore year, junior year, senior year um, all together instead of all of us coming together senior year. But yeah, it's kind of sad, but we'll see each other in NCAA and I feel like it'll be even more fun racing each other in the NCAA. It'll be, I don't know, kind of higher stakes, more fun. We'll be running faster. So that'll be fun. Who's taking the, the top freshman honors? Oh, out of us five? Yeah. Uh, or just like the whole okay. high school senior yeah. class. Uh, okay, I feel like it depends on the race, and it's obvious. Like, I'm gonna go. You get home go course advantage, line. dude, because Virginia Duke <laughs> runs there all the time. 
I'm gonna go cross country. I'm gonna I'm gonna be humble. I'm gonna say Connor just because I feel like I don't know. Connor likes the longer stuff, and I feel like I don't know. He was telling me he's trying to run a hundred mile week. So if he's running a hundred mile <laughs> weeks this summer and like through September, he's probably gonna do well this season in cross country. Well, I'm I'm doing my fifty five mile weeks. So I'm gonna say Connor and cross, and then track. I want I want a rematch against Simeon. I, I want another mile race against them, or maybe a I guess it'll be a fifteen or maybe even a three k. I feel like three k could be pretty close for me and Simeon. So yeah, I'm going with me or Simeon on the track, and then I'm going Connor in cross country. Okay. But Cole Cole and Aaron obviously run crazy wells too. I'm not trying to rule anyone out, but <laughs> no disrespect to to uh, Connor and also Lex Young. Uh, Lex has the five k record. Connor had it before Lex broke it, but mm-hmm. I I actually do think Simeon would have got it if he tried. I, I genuinely think I, so. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Like, I feel like he just has so much talent. And, like, I don't know. He just – every single time – like, because I, I beat him in cross country. And we've joked around about this. And, like, I joke with me about it all the time. And, like, I beat him at New Balance Indoors. And, like, we were close. And then, like, all of a sudden, this outdoor season, he just, like – every single time he raced, he just, like, surprised me. Like, I just thought – I don't know. Maybe, like, the first time, like, at Drake, I was like, oh, he got me. Like, that was the first time he'd ever beat me. Like, all right, I'll get him next time. And then Festival Miles. And then Nike. And then that pro race at Nike. And then, like, going to U20s. Like, he just – I don't know. He just he came out of nowhere. So, um, yeah, he. I think he. if he gave it, like, a good shot and a good race like Connor and Lex both did, um, and, like, he trained for it, I think I think he had a shot for sure. Speaking of last cross-country season, ruling Aaron out of this because he won the whole thing, but to this day I don't really <laughs> yeah. understand how he did it, nor do I think he does. <laughs> you were, like, the top yeah. guy there, I'm pretty sure. Like, you beat Cole, mm-hmm. you beat Connor, you beat Simeon, right? No, no. Yeah. So me, Con, me, no, me, Cole, and Simeon tied for fourth, fifth, and sixth. But at, at XN, but Cole got fourth. I was fifth. Simeon was sixth. Oh, so we so all tied too. at the line. But yeah, by like the littlest bit. He's just. I think it was just his height. Like usually, I can outlean <laughs> anyone, but Cole is someone I can't outlean. But I got Simeon. So he was. It was funny too because like when it first showed up, like the live results were like on the board. It went like Simeon, me, Cole, something like that, and then they flip flopped, and I stayed fifth. But yeah, it was funny that like all three of us, we literally like at the exact same, like I think it went down to the hundredth and it was all the exact same. Really? Um, they didn't show us the thousandth, but they must have had to go back and like, I don't know, either watch like watch the finish line or maybe they did have the thousands that just didn't show us. But yeah, if you look at like online, like it's, we're all at like, I think it's like 1455.5, but Jeez. yeah. Without remembering the race <laughs> too well, how did the last 50 meter shake up? Were all three of you guys like neck and neck the last 50? Did someone yeah. come on late? Did Cole like just sprawl across to use his like 6-4 frame? Like <laughs> how did it end up in a tie? I feel like so. I feel like me and Cole, I think I was behind Cole. So like the way NXM works, I'm, I'm sure you've seen like the footage. Like the, you got the two hills and then you'd have that like whatever. I think it's like 250 meters straight away. So that 250 meters straight away, everyone's just like literally either you're doing two things. You're either booking it or you're just like dying. Like completely wheels have fallen off. Like uh, what they call it? like your oil rigging or your whatever. Like you're you're just dead. Um, so I think me and Cole both like found each other with probably like 150, 100 meters left. And I like was going all out. I'm sure he was too. Like we were next to each other and then probably like 10 feet to our left because the straightaway is pretty wide. We, I like kind of look over and I see Simeon doing the same thing. He's coming from behind us. Um, but I think all three, like me and Cole are really close. Like I could like touch him with my elbow and then Simeon was on the other side and there were some guys in between. Cause like, at that, I think at that point, like Leo was getting passed. Um, and there was a couple other guys in the shoot that were kind of dying. But yeah, that that straightaway is crazy. Like everyone is just booking it. it it's it, it was wild. But yeah, it's funny we ended in a tie. That's that's funny how that ended. So I just had on Clay Shively on the podcast. You know him from Festival of Miles. He ran four hundred one yeah. there, and uh, I think he's a little more uh, like. I don't know, kind for lack of a better word about his class. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, dude, I don't know. Yeah. I don't outside of you and Danny, like who is that? <laughs> and it's just crazy <laughs> how like the class of 2023 was like historically the best we've ever seen it. And then you look to next yeah. year and it's like outside of two guys, I'm like NXN this year. I'm genuinely so excited to watch it play out because oh, yeah. I just have no clue who it'll be. And I feel yeah. like the guys no, who are I... probably up and coming don't either. Like they're like, I don't know. No, who yeah. Well, like, I'm sure, like, when, like, Connor and Devin and Arian and Simeon, all them, they were, like, kind of all cold, too, but they were all kind of superstars, like, last track season, like, they all went to Brooks and stuff. They probably had no idea who I was. They didn't think I was going to get, like, fit to NXN. And, I mean, I kind of broke out of the running scene my, like, late cross-country senior year. I mean, I ran 406 at Festival Miles my junior year, which kind of got me some little bit of national recognition, but it was really beating Simeon at NXR that 
like everyone's like all right who is this kid um and i remember, i think i got like 1300 followers that day or something nuts like everyone like because runner space posted it and that was kind of like when i people first started realizing who i was but yeah i mean it, like kind of like like you're saying with the class 24 yeah clay's a stud obviously danny and they, there's some good kids in it and like i'm, I'm not trying to downplay them at all but like i just don't think people realize like how loaded like the class of 23 was like literally like the fact that we had four kids break four and like Aaron ran four flat, Devin ran four flat, Payson ran 401. Like that, it was just like nuts. And me and Connor were talking about this in Colorado. Um, and we disagreed on this, but I, of we were course. McDonald's was the funny part. Like, of course he disagreed with me, right? Yeah. But I, I said, like, I think over the next 10 years, I think there'll be anywhere between, I think there'll be like five or six kids that break four in high school. And he was trying to say there's going to be like three or four every year. And I just don't, no ever, I don't see that. Ha- yeah. I don't see that happening either. Like, he, I don't know. He's just said it's going to like, I mean, I get the whole domino effect and I, I think like more people will start breaking it, but I don't know. I think people just don't realize like how like crazy it was that four of us broke it in the same race. And like, we like just how loaded our class was. No, so, I completely agree. Yeah. And yeah. to have four guys break it in the same race, so much has to come together. And like yes. uh, without speaking as Hoka, I have no clue if this is how they were thinking. This is just me speculating. They're not going to spend the money on someone like Eric Sawinski unless they're confident that there are multiple guys who can break it. So even how things were set up for you guys to run fast, I think, was historic. And just the depth is what I think changes things. And it is crazy, like, not to to discredit your performance. I was so hyped for it. But it shows the depth of your class when in the race you broke four, you placed fourth, if I'm not mistaken. I know. It's (laughs) just wild. It's so crazy. Yeah. I think I, I I think I it's in more like the post race interviews or somewhere I was like yeah I just got fourth and I like I and I broke four or something like that and I just like was laughing about it because I mean I obviously wanted to win the race like every guy went in there wanting to win that race but like how can you be mad about like running three fifty nine like I just I don't know it, it was crazy and like yeah like I think Clay will have a really good shot and I think Danny will too um, and like some other guys will probably come up that'll have a really good shot like Tenota I would say Tenota kind of came out of nowhere no one really thought he was gonna break four. His PR going to senior year was like 412 or something nuts like that. And then dude runs 147 and 358. So I think they'll have a good chance. But I think people also don't realize like like you either like the way to break four like is either the way we did it, which is really hard with like all high schoolers and have like an, a, like a world-class pacer like Swinsky, have a perfect night, like all this stuff come together. Or you got to do it in a pro race. Like you need someone pushing it. You can't do it solo. I don't even know. I think Reinhardt did it solo, and so did like Gary. I don't. I mean, that is just crazy to me how they ran it solo. But anyway, I don't want to ramble. But anyways, yeah. Like I, I don't know. I, I think it's 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 harder than most people think, and people are just chalking up to like every high schooler is going to break four, um, like every elite high schooler, and I think it'll still stay a barrier for quite a long time. But yeah, and speaking of the depth too, like I think what elevated all of your fitness was the fact that you knew you would be racing someone in two weeks or something. It's like for you, it was like, Mm -hmm. you knew you were racing Simeon at the Drake Relay. So you're like, okay, I got to get ready. And then like a little bit after it was the festival of miles for Connor. I was like, okay, I want to get ready to give a shot at the 5k record. And then, you know, a few weeks before that was like Arcadia. Like, I feel like so much came together that probably kept Mm -hmm. you guys on the gas. Whereas most kids, they wouldn't have that competition that would keep them on the gas and training. And of course, like there's the risk of injury and whatnot, but like, yeah, for you guys, as hard as you work, I feel like having the competition helped you guys work all the more hard because you knew if you were lacking, like you'd go on Strava and see Connor do something (laughs) ridiculous, you know? Yeah, (laughs) no, for sure. Competition is really what I feel like you can chalk it up to. It's just, I mean, the talent's gotta be there, but competition, you're not going to break four solo. I shouldn't say that because people have done it, but you're more likely to break four, do these crazy things. And um, it was kind of cool. Like, I think Clay talked, I listened to the podcast with Clay. I think Clay talked about it. Like, it was really cool to see, like, Connor and Simeon, even, like, when Lex broke, like, the record. Um, like, people, like, say they're going after it and then, like, go actually run really, really fast. And, like, I don't know. It's just, it, it was a really great year. And I feel like high school running just got so much more attention than usual. And, um, I mean, you're obviously doing a great job with the reels and podcasts, like, helping bring attention to the sport. Connor and Simeon do what they do and just mess around and bring attention to it. So, I don't know. Like, I feel like it was just a really good year for high school track. And I'm hoping this next year is even better. Um, might be hard to beat. But, yeah. So <laughs> While we're talking about high school track, for the listener, this is essentially Jackson and I catching up and just recording and putting it out for a couple <laughs> yeah. thousand people to listen to it. But I'm not acting like... I have some script or whatnot, so I'm just going to talk about whatever I want to today. Uh, so this is why I'm going to bring up this subject. A few hours ago, uh, I found out, and I'm sure you found out. If you didn't, I'm breaking it to you. Oh, Isama yep. Singa, dude, yes, wild. Yep. I was like, yeah. no way. I, I, 
<laughs> I thought you were going to bring that up, honestly. As soon as you said it, I figured out a few hours ago, I'm like, oh, I know what this is. Yeah, it's going to be on people's, like, Instagram. I saw it, and I was like, my mouth dropped. I was like, whoa, really? Like, that's, like, a big deal. Like, if, I think it said he was, like, um, what's the word? It's, like, he's Provision- temporarily suspended. Provisionally? Or, is it... Is it yeah, what I don't know what that means, but I I'm assuming I'm assuming he cheated. I I don't know. I shouldn't assume that. I should probably no. He he uh, did. But I'm yeah. That's yeah. I, I, I mean, unless something happened and like they come back and say whatever. No, I'm I'm pretty sure he cheated, which is crazy because it was so cool to have like a guy like in our class like that's the same age as me that like beat Noah Lyles, and then now it's just makes I don't know, sense. It's sad that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's kind of sad that he cheated. Like. I just, I don't know. It's just kind of sad. Bad for the sport is honestly the right phrase. Like, I don't know. Yeah, uh, a few things yeah. here. One, the substance he took, it's like some technical whatever term, which just means it's if it's that yeah. long and I can't remember it, it means you probably shouldn't be taking it. But yeah. um, it's like pretty yeah. significant in terms of the benefit it gives oh, wow. you from like a fat burning perspective, endurance perspective. Like this is like a drug that uh, like, yeah. what's his name? Uh, I'm going to butcher his first name, but. Amos, he ran for the Oregon Track Club. He ran like 142. Oh, he got yeah, banned yeah, yeah. last year, and he got banned for this substance. So it's kind of well known. Oh. And uh, but okay. I mean, my thought, of course, is like one, no one should be doping. Two, I feel bad. Yeah. I, I feel genuinely bad, and I'm also curious. Like, yes, he needs to take full accountability for his actions because at our age, like we do control what's going into our bodies. But also, yeah, this is me speculating. I might get in trouble for saying this, but like <laughs> you'd think at, at 18 year, years old, he has enough people around him that I would only assume there are some people supporting. I would be surprised if he was just doing this by himself. That's all. I think so, too. And there's no way he could like, I mean, it'd be really hard to hide it from his parents and coaches. Like, I mean, he could have. I have no idea. This is me speculating as well. But I mean, I think there's someone else, maybe not enforcing it, but not not telling him not to i think and i yeah yeah i I feel bad for him because he had all the success and i was really happy for him and like i've never met him in person but i mean it's just he's it's been good he's been good for our sport beating noah lyles and um he's like a great sprinter obviously won gatorade player of the year um and like watching him run like i'm a distance guy so i'm biased i like watching distance run but like you know when you watch a sprinting race and the dudes like fly like it's it's entertaining he was one of those guys like it was fun to watch him sprint um and I don't know. I, I I hope he gets clean and um, hopefully he can still run in college or. That's what whatever. I was wondering about too. He's committed to know. Texas A yeah. and M, and it's like, how does this affect? I don't know. I don't because he's tough. not in the NCAA yet. No, he's so not. I don't know if. So I don't know if they they don't ban him. I don't think the NCAA doesn't, but he might be banned from like world competitions and like can still run the NCAA. I don't know all the rules. I right, really right. But yeah, I mean, I my no my overarching thought was like, doping at any level is bad, but it definitely stings to see it at the high school level. Like, yeah, in my opinion, I can't remember, um, at least in my memory, I might get off this podcast and be like, oh, you know, this person did it. But <laughs> I don't remember ever a high schooler being uh, no, caught or banned I, for I doping. So either, yeah. Because they don't test you. Unless you go to Worlds, like you go to, or like I think when Simeon went to Pan Ams, I think, in like U twenties, they might. I'm I'm not sure. I think they do. At like some of like the the world stuff in the U twenties. Uh, but like as far as like high school, like Brooks never tested as Hoka. Like none of them. Like you never get tested. And I feel like most high schoolers just I don't know. Maybe don't feel the need is not the right way to say that. But like it's I don't not know. at just, the top yeah. of your mind. I mean, the reason no, people yeah. do it is to get every second out of themselves. And I feel yeah. like high schoolers, even though they want to be no. really fast, they're not going to resort to that. Yeah, yeah. No, and like, uh, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, who knows? Maybe like Jim Ryan was doping with his hundred mile weeks he did or whatever. But <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. But um, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, seriously. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't remember the last time I've heard about a high score getting caught. But it's sad. But I, I, I hope he gets back. He gets clean. It sounds like he has like a drug problem. The way I'm saying he gets clean. But like, I just, I just mean I want him to get. I know get, what you mean. He leaves this behind yeah. him and does things yes. the right way moving yes. forward and can. Exactly. Yeah. Rewrite, rewrite his story. Um, anyways, yeah, I just wanted to bring great. that up cause I'm, I'm still like processing. I'm like, Oh dang, this is crazy. Um, yeah. So I was really surprised when I saw it. Cause I saw like, before I read it, I just saw like his, like, like a photo of him, like an edit of him right around my Instagram. I'm like, Oh, did he just, he just like run really fast again. And then I'm like, Oh crap. Like he, he did something he probably shouldn't have done. So yeah, I was, I was really surprised honestly, but yeah. Do you get uh drug tested at Dowling Catholic? 
<laughs> no. Really? We never have. I, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I always really? love. Yeah, I always I, love asking I, this question because I got drug tested rigorously in high school, and it was what? it was more of a meme because I didn't. I, I think you know this, but I took online classes. So I oh, basically yeah. my choice to run in the OHSA, so our Ohio Athletic Association, was yeah. I could run for the school in my school district. So the school in my school district okay. was called Springfield. So it was where I lived in Holland, Ohio. And uh, so I ran for Springfield. And it's like your run-of-the-mill public school, like not super nice, but also not like not yeah. nice, kind of just like mediocre. But mm-hmm. in the words of uh, people in the institution, they're like, oh, absolutely, we do this just to try to catch people. <laughs> like, they're not, <laughs> yeah. they don't care about performance. They're not worried about that. No, no. one's ever been, but no. just different substances. So, anyways, That's I, would, funny. I would still I'm have surprised. to. No, they were so, huh. like, there was last year, I was on vacation during the testing day, and um, uh-huh. they still made me, they literally made me drive to like a specific testing site. And I had to do it like I had to do it through a third party independent. Like, wow, <laughs> it was so funny. They're serious about it. Oh, no, and it's, it's not so the state, serious. it's your school. Like, it's not the state association, it's your school. No, it's the school that I ran for. Um, huh. And then the funniest was freshman year. I was so nervous. So I was chugging water all day, like <laughs> yeah. chugging water all day because I didn't want to be in there. And there was a middle schooler next nah, to me. They nah, test the, the middle schoolers yeah. too, bro. And this middle schooler, wow. yeah, this middle schooler was like, I felt so bad because he was like holding a TMI, if you're listening potentially he was holding uh, like his cup of urine and but it wasn't like yeah. to the mark and he clearly did oh, not have enough water in his system and he was just like standing there and he didn't know what to do it's all like, awkward yeah. yeah i was like oh i feel bad for you man get some water that's crazy i've i've never heard of a high school like um testing for drugs i, I don't know i've never heard of that maybe that's like a more common thing than i'm aware of maybe it's an ohio thing I've, i don't know yeah, I don't know. It's I I don't know any schools in Iowa that do it. I mean, maybe they do, but yeah, um, the pri- that's interesting, huh? The private schools in Toledo, where I grew up, uh, they were like randomized, so they would do it like uh-huh. very randomly. So they would like pull one kid from each team yeah. every few weeks. So it was like very low key. Um, but I yeah. know a lot of the public schools did it. So maybe it's just an Ohio thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. Oh. I think it was no, no, no. I think it was two years ago that I drank so much water that like my stomach hurt, and it was just like I was just stupid how I went about it. <laughs> like I just did not trust myself to produce enough urine. So, so are we talking like monthly or like? Oh like, no, 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 no! It was it was once every season. So once before cross and once. Okay. So okay, it wasn't. So that's that. not a ton. Then. If it was monthly, monthly bro, I would have started a campaign <laughs> yeah. to stop it. Yeah, monthly would be crazy. That would drive me over exaggerating. But even yeah, okay. Well, like twice a year though, huh? And then well, he, hey, the more you know about Ohio, I guess. I know. Ohio high school running. Swag like Ohio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I thought too. Like the school I ran for was so bad. It's like if you're not breaking 20 minutes in the 5K, you shouldn't be getting tested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's more of a training issue. Um, but again, yeah. they weren't actually doing it for performance reasons. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. So uh, another subject, Jackson, that I'm curious to hear about. You went to Europe with the Heidish fam. Tell me about oh, yeah. that. That was really good. Um, I actually, that was when I took my three-week break, so I didn't run at all. Or, well, I'll, I'll get to the story a little bit later. I ran once. I, I did like a local 5K fun run in um, Munich, Germany. That was like actually <laughs> – like one of the best, it's probably the highlight of the trip. It was so fun. Um, I was in like, I just like specifically did not bring like my vapor flies or my nice shoes. Cause I was like, I'll, I like, I won't be running for three weeks. I'm going to be in bad shape. Like I'm, it's at like noon. Like I'm not going to like try and like, I'm not going to like try and actually race. I'm just going to have fun. And like, I've never been able to like run a race and just like enjoy it and have fun. <laughs> and like, do a, like an actual, like an actual fun run. Like usually I'm like, whatever, like a little worried or have to like plan my day out a lot for it. Um, so I like roll up to the starting line, probably like literally five minutes before it goes, like, the gun goes <laughs> off. No warm up, no stretching, nothing. I have like my regular shoes on and then like, it's a race environment. So I'm, now I'm like starting to like, and I have headphones in listening to music. I'm like, oh boy, like I'm, I'm going to run faster than I'm supposed to. And it, it like, <laughs> it started like, there's like pump up music. This dude was just shouting in German. Like it was really <laughs> funny. So I didn't understand any of it. They were, everyone was talking in German. Like the guy had like a microphone just screaming in German. No idea what he's saying. But yeah, I was like getting hyped up for it, getting excited. Um, and then the gun goes off and like, I find myself looking at my watch after a minute, about like 5.30 pace. I'm like, yeah, I'm racing this thing. So it was basically just like an all out like effort. Like it was not good. I mean, maybe not all out, but it was like a tempo effort. And I probably ran, I don't know, like 16.20 or something. I got like seven, which is kind of crazy. I was actually 
pretty happy with that. But the guy who won ran like 14.10 or like Jeez. something kind of nuts, actually. Like maybe not that quick, but I think it was like sub 15. Like it was, um, he was moving. So it, that was like a really fun experience though. And um, like just hanging out afterwards. And, um, but it was funny. Like I just ran in like my beat up trainers and just like running through his park and listening to music and just like all these people, like it was like a big deal. There was like, there's a half marathon before us. I think in total, there's like 12,000 participants or something like nuts. Oh like it was goodness. a, it was a big race. So yeah. Anyways, long story short, that was a really fun part. Um, but yeah, I went all over. I went to Ireland, the UK, um, Denmark, Czechia, Germany, and Austria. So yeah, it was a fun trip, but excited to be back. The The flight there and the flight back were a little rough. The nine hour <laughs> flights kind of killed me. But besides that, got back um, got back to Des Moines. I've been just training ever since, and training's going good right now. So, yeah. Okay, I have a bunch of questions for you, so let's make this rapid <laughs> fire, although you feel free to elaborate because I want you to elaborate. Yeah, yeah. Okay, best country you visited? Oh, Ireland. Okay. Ireland by far. For me, Ireland was just like my like my like some of my family complained about the weather but the fact that it was like 60s and 70s and kind of rainy every day like that's that's kind of my type of weather especially as a runner i feel like, oh, like you can't like, i would take i would take that over like 100 degrees like the texas heat you have like oh, oh I, a thousand I would just percent. die it just zaps everything out of you you just don't want to do anything so that was really nice like the weather was pretty nice while we were there um i actually really liked the food like i thought the food was pretty good there um and we went to dublin when we went there and it was just a really pretty city very walkable people are so nice I really liked Ireland. That was my favorite place for sure. So, uh, best con- like what country had the best food? Ooh, I'm gonna go with Germany or Ireland. I really liked the Irish food, and Germany was really good. They had like schnitzel there, which I really like. Um, and then they had um, like they they're like kind of like they're like they're like sausages or they're bratwurst or whatever you call them. Like we get them from these little like huts in the middle of like the street, and oh, they were so good. Um, so that was really good. And we actually had a really good Italian dinner one night. I think it was in, uh, Germany or maybe Prague when we were in Prague. Um, but it was Italian food and it, it was like, you could tell we weren't in Italy, but it was like, it was authentic Italian food. It was, that was really good. Um, so that didn't count towards like, I guess the best country food, but I always love Italian food. So gotta love it. Country with <laughs> the best views. Ooh, um, we, when we went to Ireland, we went like to these like cliffs of Moher is what they're called. Those were really pretty. Like you could, it was like kind of out on the, um, I guess it would have been the Atlantic ocean you get to like see out there. It's just kind of scenic, um, view that was really pretty. And then I thought like as a city, honestly, Prague was really, really, really pretty city too. So yeah. That sounds like what you described that Ireland part as being, uh, like right out of Lord of the Rings, as I'm envisioning. Yeah, it, Have you ever it, seen no, those movies? Yes, yes, yes. It is. It kind of looks like that. And if you've ever seen, um, oh, it's, I'm not going to remember the movie, but it's in a movie. Because um, I remember when we were going there, I was like, wait, I've literally seen this place in a movie. <laughs> I can't remember what movie it is, but it's it's really pretty. It's it's cool. I, I thought it was cool, at least, and my family liked it. So that was fun. But, I'm trying to think yeah. what what else I'm curious about. Um, country. What was the most <laughs> underrated like country or city that like you didn't think would be that cool, but Ooh. it actually turned out to be pretty sweet. So we went to Edinburgh, Scotland, and that was kind of our last one. We kind of just tacked that one on at the end. Um, that was like our last city. We were there for probably a day and a half, two days. But I honestly wish we would have spent a little more time there. It was it was a really cool city. Um, gotta love the Scottish accents. The food was pretty easy because it's mostly English food. Um, so like. That, that was not bad. And then also there was no language barrier, so that was nice. Uh, pretty walkable city. And there's just kind of a lot, of, there's a lot of stuff to do there. It's a bigger city than I thought it was. So like nowhere near London, obviously, but um, it was a really cool city, very underrated. Um, honestly, would probably go back if I had the chance. So, yeah. After flying a bunch over the past few months, many of those flights to, to go see you race. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm always curious, what what is like your flight routine specifically for a flight that long? Like what are you doing to oh. kill the time? Yeah, so a flight that long is harder, but I would say at least one movie, if not two, for a nine-hour flight. And then this is kind of my my hot take that everyone makes fun of me for. So like with three or four, like when I went to Seattle, it was probably like four and a half hours of flight total. Only thing I do is I have these like nice like noise canceling Beats headphones that I put on. Do that, listen to music or like one like usually a podcast or I've done an audiobook like once or twice, didn't love it. Um, but listen to something. And then play Sudoku. I will play Sudoku for literally like four hours at a time. Just that's that's all I do. <laughs> that and deep, like while we were in, energy. Dude, <laughs> yeah, I get made fun of that for like so much. And like it would, it's it's funny because I don't know like why I like it so much, but like I would like do it in school sometimes. Like when I was like really bored and like I, I don't know, like 
I just like pull up Sudoku on my computer and just start playing Sudoku. I've, I've loved, like I was a really big like word search kid when I was younger, like um, like the word search and crosswords, but I found Sudoku probably five years ago and I've, I've got it on my phone and there's actually this one Sudoku, it's called like Killer Sudoku, where like there's like these different boxes that all add up like to a certain number. So you have to do that on top of Sudoku. It's like, I don't know, it's <laughs> extreme. It's really, yeah, it's like really, it's really nerdy. It's really like dorky, but I don't know. I like it. Sudoku's, Sudoku's fun, I, I enjoy it, but. I usually get made fun of when I when I pull up um, <laughs> Sudoku. You gotta do what you gotta do to get <laughs> through a flight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just so like mindless. Like you, like it passes the time by really quick. And it's like, like I usually play on like expert mode, so the games like take like twenty to twenty five minutes. So you do like three, four, five, six, and it's like two hours gone already. So, you, yeah, you yeah. talked about the time going fa- by fast. There, it's a concept I've been thinking of recently of like how time is not created equal in the sense of like you could be suffering so bad in a run and that could (laughs) be the longest 10 minutes of your life and then like we've been time for 30 minutes but i don't feel like we've been talking for 30 minutes or maybe i do i don't know or like i guess a movie would be a better example like two hours will go by so fast um, but 10 minutes of a run will feel like hell so it's just it's crazy it's fun yeah like i i think about that sometimes like when i'm i'm driving my car and like, I, like I'll listen to a song and it's like four minutes and it like can, it like the song can feel long. I'm like, I can like basically run a mile in the same time that this song is going by. <laughs> and that's just like, so that's so weird to think about though. That like, that's how like, I don't know, time is, time's weird. I mean, we were talking about this before the podcast too, but just like how fast like time has gone and like, uh, it's, it's just crazy. So when, yeah, time's weird. When you were talking about, uh, what were you saying? My thought was that when you when you brought up your Beats canceling headphones, I was like, I need those yeah. because part of the reason I brought this up is because I'll try to watch movies on the plane or like a TV show or something, mm-hmm. and my yeah. AirPods just don't do it for me. It's just too loud. Oh yeah, and I like turn yeah. up my phone like all the way, and I'm like, I'm either destroying my ears yeah. right now or destroying the AirPods or both, and I still can't hear this. Yeah. <laughs> it's so painful. No, it was it was definitely my it was my dad actually got them for me. He got me them. I think it was after I broke four. It was like kind of a little present for me, which was actually really nice of him. Um, so he got those for me, and I've and I, I'd been wanting them, and I wanted them for school too because I mean I don't know what dorm life will look like, but if people start throwing ragers like in the dorms and like I have to I have like eight a.m. practice, I'm not gonna sleep unless I have headphones on. So I think I don't know. I think it was just good to invest in a pair of those. So. Yeah, I, I I love them. It makes playing so much easier. Like you can just completely join out like the the little like whining of the jet or whatever. Um, and so it's it's like crazy though. Like you actually put them on and like it's like one of those things where like people like will talk to you and like it's just you see the mouth moving, but there's no sound. <laughs> like even if you're not listening to music, like it is completely noise canceling. It's really weird. Like it's a it's a weird feeling, but I like it. So. I tried on the like AirPod Max. <laughs> in the apple store yeah. like two weeks ago and that was the same thing where i was like yeah okay i would never justify spending like 5.99 on these but the technology is pretty cool that it just like completely blocks you out so you mentioned duke there and getting your sleep despite uh you know any parties going on you leave for duke tomorrow <laughs> what are the feelings of uh leaving iowa behind and really starting this new journey and chapter that will be you know four or five years long yeah it's it's weird and it's like it's it's exciting that's that's the first word that comes to mind for sure exciting um and another word i feel like is bittersweet like i'm I'm sad to leave my family and friends and like i'm actually finally starting to say my goodbyes and like stuff and stuff is getting a little nostalgic like my room just looks so empty and it's it's just weird to look at like i don't know it's just like i don't know like i've just for the last like 18 years of my life like there's been like a good amount of change in my life but not anything like crazy like this and now i was thinking me and my friends were talking about this and uh, with my parents like I'm like two weeks from now, like my life is gonna be so different, like completely different. Like everything will look different. Um, like different people, like um, I mean my family will still be there. I'm I'm still friends with like my high school friends, but um like different teammates, like different training, like um like it, it's just weird, you know. And um so I'm I'm getting really excited for it, getting a little emotional, but really excited. Love all the guys on the team. That's what I've been excited for the most. Just like can't wait to get there and literally just like basically like live with like my roommate and like will eventually probably be my best friend and just hang out with all the guys and have a built-in best friend um like team of best friends so that's what that's what that's like the main reason i picked duke i mean obviously you can talk about the academics the athletics the coach i mean coach rec is awesome cook too but the main reason i picked there is because guys best best um team in the ncla in my opinion so what do you remember about eighth grade jackson going into high school the reason i ask is because by the time you're a senior it'll literally be the same amount of time well, yeah, that's weird to think about. That just like caught my brain. Um, yeah, eighth grade Jackson while he was going to high school, 
was definitely less excited than I am now. I mean, I was, I was still excited to go to high school, but like, I feel like nothing beats the like excitement you get for like going to college and moving away and like, have like starting this whole new life. And basically like, like transitioning to adulthood, like someone was explaining this to me earlier today. Like I'll like, I'll never like, like the house, like I grew up in, like, I'll never like live here again. Like I'll come back and like live here for a couple weeks, but like, this isn't like my home anymore, which is just so like, it's just weird, you know? And I've, I've lived in Des Moines my whole life and, um, I've, I've always kind of wanted to get out, but, um, now I'm actually leaving. I kind of feel like I'm going to, I took, um, Des Moines for granted, but eighth grade Jackson was, um, ex- excited for high school, but not nearly as excited as, um, senior year Jackson is for college. But yeah, also like I wasn't, I mean, I was running back then, but not running nearly as much. And like, I don't know, I, I didn't really like school as much back then. And did you I have the know, long hair? Eighth grade, Ah, uh, no, I had short hair. I probably had like this length of hair, but I used to like, here, I'll, I'll show for you. I used to like, so, like side part it like this. Oh, it was, <laughs> That's it was the most really eighth bad. grade boy thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it was, it was, it was so bad. I like, I look back at, and I embraced it that time. I look back at pictures of me. And I just, I mean, every, I feel like everyone like looks back at old pictures and just, just cringes. Like it's just, uh, and I like the fact that like in like four years, I'm probably gonna look back at myself right now. And be like, oh, what, like, what were you doing? Like, why did you look like that? But <laughs> no, eighth grade Jackson was a completely different person. Like I, I did, I mean, I cared about running still, but like I didn't put nearly as much work in as I do now. Like, I don't know. I just was a different person. It's weird how much four years can change. How much, how much your life can change. Right. But, it's just why I asked that question because it'll be interesting to see you like four years from now. Hopefully the yeah, podcast still exists. Yeah. Well, and that's honestly, yeah, Jackson, that's, that's so cool to think about. Like, this is so cool to think about. And I try to remind my guests of this because normally they don't think of it this way. You can listen to yourself from January after you won the New yeah. Balance Mile and before you broke four. And you can also listen mm-hmm. to yourself only a few days after, like the day after you got yeah. back from breaking four. And as yeah, long yeah. as the internet exists, those literally yeah. your kids and grandkids could forever. technically yeah. listen to them, yeah. which is crazy. No, that's, it's so cool. I, I think like- it's an awesome part of the like digital age. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, there's, I mean, there's so many pros to the internet. I mean, there's a couple cons, but one, yeah, that's one of the biggest pros is like, and I, yeah, I mean, this is kind of different, but in the same line of like, like kids that like, like people that are like YouTubers or like social media influencers, like, and all that stuff, like their kids can grow up and like watch like their life before they were born. Like, I don't really have that like opportunity. Like I, there's old pictures of my parents before like they were born, but I have like no idea. Like I didn't know what their life really looked like just except through pictures and stuff. But yeah, I know it, it's like almost like a little time capsule if you will. Oh, totally. like, it, like you can go back. Yeah, you can go back and listen to the podcast whenever you want. And you know, I might do that someday, like down the road. Like if I'm if I'm ever like on a run and need a podcast, I might just listen to one of my old ones and be like, I don't know, just listen to whatever I it's was cool, to, dude. Whatever I was talking about. Yeah. It's cool. It's, yeah. Even though kinda, like yeah, I'm, I'm not being interviewed, yeah. I still will occasionally go back and listen even to like a podcast that I thought was one of the better ones I've done or like I really enjoyed yeah. the guest and even things that I say I'm like oh I changed in that way or like I don't know it's it's really cool to see the progression and but more specifically from the guest perspective hearing about their experiences right after the experience because for you if I yeah. picked your brain on that new balance mile you'd be able to tell me about it but I would bet that your answer yeah. would actually be decently different from what it was no I think so. yeah so, no I think so too yeah yeah. So hi, Jackson's future kids who are listening to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what I'll say. Yeah. Give, yeah. Give me yeah, 15 years or whatever. And then, then maybe. <laughs> but, yeah. What I was thinking there too is when you're talking about your home, uh, that resonates with me so much because I went through that yeah. when I moved to Austin. And I, as I told you before we started recording, I was back home in the Midwest for a cousin's wedding over the weekend. The one thing I'll tell you is that mm-hmm. your childhood home will feel like a mansion when you come back for Christmas. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I live in an apartment and it's definitely bigger than a dorm room, so it might even be worse for you. But I was like, yeah. man, I did not realize how well I had it all. Like, yes. I was, it's amazing coming back and just like, yeah, you yeah. take so much for granted, but I think it's like oh, yeah. impossible to not take it for granted until you're away yeah. from it. And then you come back and you're yeah. like, oh, this is really cool, actually. Like, I really like yeah. my home. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So Duke is, I guess maybe not different. Maybe other schools do this too. But like the schools I was looking at pretty seriously, Duke was different in this way. You have to spend three years in the dorms. So you really kind of have to like dorm life there. Um, I think Notre Dame does something similar. They might do two or three years. Um, but their dorms are really nice. Like they're, they're they're nice college dorms. But yeah, there's there's going to be some pros to like dorm life. Like again, like I'll be able to like live with my best friends and like my best friends will be like down the hall from me, which is like awesome. But um, there's gonna be some days where I'm gonna be want my kind of like just like to be by myself, and I'm not gonna be like gonna have that, and that's gonna be a little annoying. Right. So I don't know. Like I, I'm excited for dorm life, but um, 
there will be a couple things I'm like, yeah, I kind of wish I was sitting in my own room right now and like didn't have to put headphones in or like had my own space or whatever. Um, but yeah, so yeah, this is, I guess uh, I just thought about this. This will be my last night, like sleeping in my bed for the next like two and a half months. It's so weird. That's kind of sad to think about. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's weird. And then I'll have like a whole new room and that, feel, you know, that feeling of like, I don't know if you get this too, but like whenever you come home from a long, like, like travel, like long trip or travel, oh, like the, yes, bed, the I thing I always miss the most yes. is my bed. Yes, bro. dude. I love getting back to my bed. And like, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, like, it'll be really nice when I come back for like Thanksgiving and Christmas to do that in this bed. But I wonder if like now, like my new bed, like my dorm bed will be the bed. I miss when I like go travel for races. <laughs> and I was thinking about that a couple of days ago, but I feel like a dorm, like a dorm room bed is not going to be as good as like the bed I have upstairs. My bed's not like nice upstairs. I mean, it's, it's whatever it's just a bed but i don't know I, that is like one thing i always like when i come home from europe like when i came home from europe after like 19 days i literally first thing i did didn't even like didn't even take my shoes out probably just like laid in my bed i was like wow i really missed this like oh i don't know there's something about your own all bed. the just, bed companies listening out different. there get jackson in the yeah. nil dude. he loves Seriously, his bed I, it's so comfortable and i don't know i i feel like i'm a big sleep guy like i sleep you are a, bit a big sleep I, guy I, I take i take a lot of naps like um, I'm probably this summer, I probably averaged probably 11 or 12 hours of sleep, like not per night, but like with, um, like sleeping in Jeez. and naps in there. So I, 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 I remember I that. Sleep. Well, I don't remember you saying that, but I put up on my Instagram story, a poll that was, uh, like how long do you take naps? I don't know why I posted it. I'm sure I just yeah. woke up from a nap. I was just curious. <laughs> and, uh, I think you did the longest feature, which was like oh, 60 yeah. to 90, 60 yep. or 90 minutes or more or whatever. I was like, that yeah. sounds like Jackson. I basically don't take a nap unless I have two hours cut out of my day for it. Jeez. Like my minimum nap time is two hours. And like, I think five or six days ago, I, I kind of got cut short on sleep because I'd be up for early for something. I only got like six or seven hours of sleep, which is pretty, pretty bad for me. Um, there's probably people listening that are like seven hours of sleep would be amazing, but like I I, there's people like my, my, my dad's kind of like that. He sleeps like four or five hours. I don't know how it's crazy. Like I sleep seven hours and I, I wake up and I'm wrecked the whole day until I get caffeine. But I think like, anyways, five or six days ago, I think I had a five, five and a half hour nap. And that was like one of my longer ones. I think I've six hours is probably five and a half hours. No, honestly, that, Bro, what? Yeah. Did you sleep yeah. the night before? It was like, I, I. Yeah, like five or six hours. Like probably, it was probably like seven and then like a five hour, five and a half hour nap. So I got like almost 13 hours of sleep on that. So yeah, I'm gonna have to like not do that in college though. Cause I'm like not gonna have time for that. So I'm gonna have to get used to that. But um, yeah, like 30 minutes, I've never taken like a 30 minute nap. Like I just refuse. Cause I will wake up and it, I will just hate it so bad. But some people like a lot of people say like when they take longer naps, they like feel like crap when so they wake up. that's me. But 99% okay, of my yeah. naps are under 25 minutes long. Wow. And I feel that's, amazing. That's not even a nap. I feel amazing. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. See, I don't, maybe I need to start doing that then because I feel like I'm just wasting time sleeping for <laughs> five hours. But I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just like need sleep. Like I just do. I, I like my, and like whenever I'm like stuff starts hurting, like my, like if I know I'm not getting enough sleep is like when stuff starts hurting, like my calf will start hurting, my quad. And like I know, like I literally just need to like, I'll like foam roll and stuff too, but I just need to sleep. And then honestly, Boom. most of the time it heals it. Like, it's it's a lot of the time like like most actually i don't even know if you know this but i like um i had a stress fracture this whole track season i don't know if you knew that no did you know that no what yeah so i, I had a fibular stress fracture which is like um not bad but it was like I, it was like a grade one grade two stress fracture on my fibular and like it's funny because i like the day like the weeks leading up to like me breaking four i was like coach i don't like i was telling my coach i was like you know i might be the first high school ever break four on stress fracture and like actually like you no, just ran through fracture. it the doctors are yeah fine so with that. yeah so it was okay so it's weird so it's your fibula fibula which is on the outside of your leg so it's only like 15 percent weight bearing so he thinks like the re the way I got it is like on indoor tracks, like my legs like are too long to like have a natural running form. So like I like kind of like twist my like ankle or like my foot and it sends like I think he would use the word like torsion maybe like through my bone. Um, and that's how I got it. But it like wouldn't hurt when I would run and it hurt like 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 only once or twice a week. Um, it was a really weird stress fracture. Um, but my doctor was like, yeah, reduced volume by like 20%. So I probably, I think I, I got diagnosed in April. I think I had it all the way back through January. So from like January to June, I ran on it. Bro, that's wild. Know, you right? didn't bring that up on that's the last crazy. podcast. Did you just want to keep <laughs> yeah. it low key until your season was over? I, yes. I, that's, I, I think the first person I told was Rocky. Me and Rocky were cooling down. 
Um, and I actually remember because after I broke four, it started hurting. And that's kind of when it would start hurting, like after really hard efforts, like really hard workouts or races, it's about the only time it would hurt. Um, and I was like, oh, like my leg hurts. He's like, oh, what's up? I was like, well, actually, that was technically, stress fracture. Yeah, that was, I don't know. It's just kind of funny to drop that bomb. Um, but luckily, like that's also one of the reasons I took three weeks off, which is usually longer than I do. Um, I usually only take like 10 days to two weeks, but um, I wanted to let that stress fracture completely heal. And I haven't felt it since. Um, so I'm hoping it's, it's, it's long gone, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I don't know how many people I've told, like my parents know, my coach knows obviously, but yeah, it like wasn't public information. I didn't really want to like, like come out and like tell everyone when I have a stress fracture. Cause I feel like for me, <laughs> pull that Aaron like, and posted yeah, I'm done with yeah. my season and then continue to run. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to do that. Cause I feel like that also, like, I feel like for me, like personally, it puts something in my brain, like, okay, you can't run as fast this race cause you have a stress fracture. It's like something kind of like prohibiting me from running fast like if i thought about it too much so honestly most of the time i forget i'd have it and it hurt one day i'm like oh yeah i have i have a stress fracture in my leg um, so jackson so, anyways <laughs> let me get this straight you've never lost to simeon when you're fully healthy yeah hey let's yeah let's go let's go with that that's i like that i mean not I, a yeah. bad excuse well, i actually beat him on my stress fracture though because i definitely had it in march when i beat him indoor at the new balance mile but yeah, well, we're going to say we'll that. Talk that, like that we'll talk that up. We'll talk that up. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. wild though. Okay. I'm... I guess you learn something new every podcast. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Seriously. That's yeah, crazy. Here's us just like rehashing stuff and like just talking. And then I actually bring up something kind of important or relevant. <laughs> well, I'm going to, I'm <laughs> going to go back to random details. You mentioned Notre Dame early on in your Duke response. Did yeah. you know that Notre Dame and Stanford as a freshman, you can't pick your roommate. They randomly do it for you. Oh yes, I did know that about Notre Dame. I did not know that about Stanford. That's how would you feel about that? I, you know, I don't care. I'm just gonna talk. I, yeah, I'm just gonna talk about it anyways. I was gonna say I print. I shouldn't say my opinion, but personally, I think that's really stupid. Like, why would you not room with the runner? Like, I, I don't know. For me, like, because you could get some kid that's like out till two or three in the morning. Like, I mean, I know they're Stanford Notre Dame's. So they're not like big party schools, but you could get some uh, kid that out till it's every yeah, college I mean, is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like every call. Yeah. So you can have kids like till two or three in the morning, like, like roommates, that will just come in and like, you're getting up and like, you're going to probably piss them off when you have to get up at seven for practice and like, like start rummaging through your drawers. And like, you just wouldn't be on the same schedule. And that's one of the reasons I liked like the idea of rooming with the runner so much. You're on the same schedule. I mean, classes are different, but like you're going to practice together every day. And like, it's almost like a built in buddy system too. Like, um, like, I don't know, you just like always have someone that's doing the same stuff as you. Um, so personally, I think that's kind of dumb because you could just get really screwed over. And I actually remember um, on my Notre Dame visit, I, I slept in the dorms and I remember like trying to fall asleep. And this is kind of one of the reasons I brought this up um, like um, earlier in the podcast. I, they were throwing a massive dorm party. I mean, the music was so loud and I was trying to sleep. It was like 11 o'clock at night. And like the kid, um, one, like the kid on the team had noise canceling headphones. He was, he was already asleep. Um, but I just remember thinking, yeah, this this kind of sucks. Like I I need that is actually one I thought I needed noise canceling headphones. But like, yeah, if you have some kid that's trying to throw parties in your dorm or like doing stuff in the dorm, he probably shouldn't be doing. Like, I like I don't know. I just that's that's my opinion. That's my long opinion on it. But I, I, I would know, agree with you. Like I kind of I um, I think there's merit to it for all the other students, but I'm surprised they don't yeah. have an athletic exception. Yeah. So me too as well. Yeah, I think I think it's good for like. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to use the word NARPs because I don't care. <laughs> I think it's good for the NARPs like, to like meet other people. And like, honestly, like if that's what I would do if I wasn't running, like I would I would do the same thing. Like I'd, I'd go random roommate just because I don't know, it's, it's a good way to meet someone like um, and I don't know, that's what I do. But as a runner, I feel like it's a little different in my opinion. Right. But I don't know. You're also going to Stanford Notre Dame, though. So like, I mean. How much can you like really complain about having a random roommate? I mean, like you're you're running division. I mean, I don't know. That sounds bad, but like I just like crapped on that for like ten minutes, and then now I'm thinking, well, you're also running division one cross country and track at Stanford, probably the best running school in the, probably the best running and academic school in the country. So like, if that's the only con, that's that's a pretty good con to have, I guess. Right. So. Jackson, yeah. I could talk to you all day, but uh, we're 15 minutes <laughs> yeah. into this. We should probably we should probably wrap it up. Um, I guess with it in mind that you are. Well, first this, I'm actually curious. How do your so you have an older sister? How do your parents feel yes. about you leaving? Are they emotional? Your mom's got to be. Every yeah. mom is emotional. Yeah. When... Yeah. A little bit, yeah. There's it's starting to. So I they don't leave me till like Wednesday. So we still have another like five days together. But yeah, they're. I had to say goodbye to my grandpa yesterday. That was kind of hard. Um, that was pretty emotional for me and him. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, I think it's gonna be a, a good amount of tears Tuesday. 
So um, my parents are getting pretty emotional. Um, I, I am as well. And my, my older sister's in Iowa City, so I kind of said goodbye to her like two and a half weeks ago. Um, but I, I keep reminding my parents, like our first meet's September 1st, and I move in August 15th, and they're coming like September 1st. Oh, so really? it'll be like two weeks. So yeah, there are coming to my meets, at least a couple of them. So that'll be fun, like having them there. Um, it's just, a, it's a, it's our opener at Elon. Um, so they're coming to that to watch. And um, if, I, I would think Scott's going to be at most races if he can be there. So <laughs> shout out Mr. Haddish, <laughs> the think, GOAT, I, the GOAT. I, yeah. I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't talk for him, but that's, that's, that's kind of my guess. That's, that's what I think. So yeah. <laughs> I, I guess it's a, I love this podcast so much. This is an all time episode, but I guess because it's a running podcast, I should probably bring up your running at some point in a word. How's your summer training oh, been yeah. going and how are you feeling going into the fall season? Took me 52 minutes to bring that up. Yeah. Really solid. Like really good. Like, Fitness isn't quite where I want it to be, but I also have to keep reminding myself like this week is my fifth week back and I took three weeks off. So like I lost, like I'm not going to lie, I lost a lot of fitness like when I took my three weeks, like I just didn't run for three weeks and travel kind of screwed me up. And But yeah, it's going really solid. I'm, I'm up to 55 miles a week and stay there for the foreseeable future probably. Maybe bump up at some point like this winter, but um, 55 miles a week, two lifts a week and I've been cross training and swimming um so doing that starting to just kind of try and get adjusted to college workouts um the mileage isn't that much different than what i did in high school um uh, but starting to get used to like a lot of my fart licks in high school are like 25 30 minutes and like i've had i've had like a 45 minute one and oh, like geez. i did a tempo that was like I, yeah it was like a tempo that was like 45 minutes worth of work too so like just trying to get a, like a used to that and then um getting used to just like i don't know just just more it's just more effort like it just it takes more out of you. I mean, high school training was hard, but I didn't train anything. Like, Con- like Connor trains crazy hard. And, like, obviously, like, I don't know, it works for him, so I'm not going to diss him for it. But, like, I could – yeah, I don't know. You could never catch me doing 80-mile weeks in high school. Like, I just – I don't know. That's – I don't know. Not not my thing. But at some point in college, I hope to get that high. But 50s and fifties and 60s work for me, so I'm going to stick with that. And the goal is just stay healthy. Um, that's the number one goal. Stay healthy before anything else. Healthy, yeah. have fun kick you with yes. the best in the country you'll do all of that um, yeah. one final question <laughs> exactly for you. so you're leaving for school tomorrow so it's a cool opportunity and we're talking about also in this episode that like oh you know you right now can go listen to previous episodes what would be yeah one final word you have for yourself in this unique time period given that this episode will forever be out yeah. there to your future self what would you tell him he'll be listening yeah. one day future self i'm gonna tell future self to enjoy it, enjoy the, enjoy the process, enjoy college. Everyone says it's the best four years of your life, which I don't know. Um, I don't know how true that'll be, but yeah, enjoy it. I'm excited for college. I think it'll be a fun time. I think I'm someone that'll do really, really well in college. Like not even just running, but just like academically, socially running. Like, I don't know, I think I, college just fits me. And um, I mean, I know it's not for everyone, but I've always seen myself as a kid who, who will enjoy college. So um, enjoy it. Run fast. Just don't lose to Connor and Simeon too much. That's kind of the goal, I guess. <laughs> Jackson, it's been an absolute honor and a privilege to, to run it back with you. Uh, the king of Iowa, we will keep that term, but I hope the next time I talk to you, it's the king of the ACC. So I appreciate you, man. Really Ooh, looking yeah. forward to seeing you crush <laughs> yeah. it in all avenues of life. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me on, Dominic. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the podcast. I don't take your time for granted, so I hope that it brought you some wisdom and value that you can apply directly into your running and into your life. If you have not already done so, please consider giving us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And then something all of you guys can do is share today's episode or the podcast in general with a friend or someone who you think will benefit from it. One more note, if you're not already following us on Instagram, consider doing so. My Instagram tag is at The Running Effect. I hope your running and life is going well. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy life to listen to today's episode. I will catch you in two days when the next episode drops. Until then, happy running.